This week on a continuation of me being the BFF you need in your life, we have uh, no clue who's going to be here to say, how much better did I look in person than you imagined I would? Oh, you were slaying, Ross. You had your big puffer on and you had your pink phone case. You were slaying. You're yeah, giving. that's me. Like my phone case. Yeah, my puffer. Yeah, we're in this together, you guys. It's me and you. It's Hello, Ross. And welcome to the program. You know, so uh, last last time we all were all together, we opened up the phone lines uh, to see if anybody needed some help out there. We met the most amazing people asking me things, giving us advice. And uh, there were so many people left over in the waiting room. I thought, you know, let's give everybody who uh, who wants a chance, a chance to get in. So we're continuing this conversation from last week. Uh, we're picking up on people. You never know who's going to be here, what they're going to ask, if they need advice from me or if they have a question for me. I have no idea what's going to happen. So let's find out together when we come back. Um, who's here to say hello, Ross? What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. And welcome back to the program. Okay, I'm so excited. Let's see who's in our waiting room to say hello, Ross, and see what they have to say. Uh, I believe, is it uh, Juliana? Are you there? Hi. Well, hi, my dear. Where are you calling from? I'm at work, live from my office. And I love that this is work. And in what what state are you in? Uh, Connecticut. Oh, so you're not far from me here in New York City. Um, so uh, tell me what's going on with you, and welcome to the program. Thank you. It's my second time calling. So. Oh, great. When did you call me before, and you were in a um mid drift? <laughs> That's me. That's yeah. you. I remember you when we were talking about, I think, let me remind me this. You were talking about the, like if people were dating, um, you were dating and a lot of times they just want to date, but not get serious. Is that you? That is me. Oh my God. You remember. I do. I have a file yeah. in my head about you. Okay, good. So how is the dating going? Uh, not much progress. Not much progress. And what are you? 22, I think, right? 20 about to be 21 about to be 21 okay well what's new it's been about a month since i talked to you what's new and how can i help you today hmm well not much is new i'm working in the office so i'm not working at home anymore so that's been a struggle like Ooh. getting up and like getting dressed and like leaving my house that's like that's a lot <laughs> yeah but you're so um, you're but what you can talk to me while you're office like i'm looking at you right now you're in an office setting so and you're wearing true so uh so you're no longer working from home what's the worst thing about having to go into the office i'm not a morning person mm -hmm. like unless 
I have <laughs> I have gone to the Drew Barrymore show taping twice. That that I'm a morning person. I'll wake up at 6 a.m. to do my makeup, get on the train and run to Hell's Kitchen. Aww. But like for things that I'm not excited about, no, I'm not a morning person. So tell me about <laughs> the experience coming to the show because so many people, if you're in New York, it's free, right? You can come to the show. And so many, I, mm-hmm. I just can't recommend it enough. It's it's so fun. But tell me your experience. What is it like beginning to end? Oh my God. Well, the first time I went with my mom, which was February 1st, I went with my mom and my mom has MS. (laughs) So, and first of all, you wouldn't know if she looks at her, like me and my mom look like sisters, but I went with my mom and she had her cane. So we were like taking turns holding her cane outside. Actually, you walked by us. Oh my God. I do remember this. We were like second or third in line and you were like walking by and I was like, that's where I was Matthews. But did I was I, just stunned. So I didn't say anything. You didn't say you anything. waved you at sh- us. I did wave at you. I'm a waver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, I, you waved. I was like, when I walk by the line like of audience members, I always say, say hi to them and talk to them. It's so fun. It's probably just because I was just staring at you like this. I was hitting my mom. I was like, that's literally <laughs> Ross Matthews. And she was like, what? And I was like, that's literally Ross Matthews, like walking right there. And then you walk by. So I was just like, hi. And how, how much better did I look in person than you imagined I would? Oh, you were slaying, Ross. You had your big puffer on and you had your pink phone case. You were slaying. You're yeah, giving. that's me. Like my phone case. Yeah, my puffer. And what oh, did you try and show you my phone case? What did you on my the, phone when you came into the show? What What was your impression when you got to see it all done? What did you what surprised you? I was like seeing it in person because like I binge watched it all the time. Like it started like it was actually right after I got my heart broken. Mm-hmm. I got my heart broken like January. And so then, you know, I was spending a lot of time just like laying in my bed, being lazy. And then I found her interview on the show with Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah. Because she was like really like her book was like really blowing up on TikTok and stuff and with Gen Z. So that like got my recommended. And I was like, she's an amazing interviewer. Mm-hmm. So then I just started watching everything, like everything Drew Barrymore related. I was watching it. So seeing the actual like stage in person, I literally was like, and then something actually so embarrassing happened the first time I went to this show. What? Tell me everything. Okay. So like my, the whole time when I found out I got the tickets, I was like, okay, I'm either going to like scream or cry when I see Drew Barrymore. Cause I said the same thing when I went and saw my favorite artists ever, Kaylani in concert. I was like, I'm either going to scream or cry. Okay. And what and happened screamed, when you saw obviously. Drew? So the second that the, the guy's like, you know, who's having everyone else? Oh my God. So Drew Barrymore's coming. I started sobbing, Roz. Okay. I started sobbing so noticeably that people in production were like giving me side eyes and they were like okay and I was like and my mom was like stop like get it together and I had so much makeup on too so then like I was just sitting there like crying and I was just like okay wait I can't do this I can't do this I can't do this and then at the end of the show I cried again you cried again because um at the very end it was the episode oh it was the episode where you guys in the dog crates Oh, yeah. When I got into it, we had this couple on who got stuck into their dog crates. They got locked in and the, it went viral on TikTok. So Drew and I yeah, got into dog crates and, and had to escape. And I was good at it. I got us out. You you did get her out mad fast. Thank you. And I was sitting like right in the front row, right next to the dog crates. So mm-hmm. it was the end of the show. She was around that area and she came up to like where I was sitting. But she was talking to like a family, like three rows behind me. But because I was in the front, she was so close to me. Like I could have went like that. <laughs> You could have just so poked just and like, touched her. 
exactly and so isn't I'm just, it fun like, looking that, at her isn't it fun that during commercial breaks we're all out there and we're talking to everybody and hanging out it's it's so yeah. fun and did she stay at the end of the show and sort of chat with everybody and and say yeah, thanks that's for coming what she was doing she was yeah. like talking to the like there was like this family of like two girls and a mom like behind me so she was like talking to them and you know how she is when she's talking to people she was just so like zoned into them so she didn't see me literally staring at her like this and when she started to walk away then i started crying to the point where like a security person literally came out to my mom and was like, is she okay? Oh my God. That's hilarious. You know what? Though? And I was like, we are, we are a safe space. We do not judge when you're there. We're just excited. You're there. And I'm excited when you call in my love, I'm, I'm grateful you're here. I'm grateful. Even though you're back in the office, you still have time to call in and, and check in and uh, thank you so much. Of and I course. hope to see you at the show again. Okay. Oh, I'm already trying to come back. Okay, good. Let me know. And I'll see yes. you there. I'll come and say hi. Okay. You better cry when you see me too. Oh, of course. hundred percent. If there's not tears, I'm walking away from you. I got you. I will literally start sobbing just so you can notice me. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you, my love. <laughs> Bye, I'll talk Ross. to you soon. Bye. Yes. Bye. That's so cute. Listen, it's so fun when people come. There's it. it um, I just have to say, like, I used to dream about being in the audience of a TV show. I used to sneak away from school so I could go to this uh, show in Seattle called Northwest Afternoon just to be in the audience because I loved watching how the cameras work and the production and the host during the commercial break. It's it, to me never gets old. Um, so come see us. Tickets are free. So money back guarantee if you don't like it. All right, let's see who's next. Hello, are you there, Wayne? Hello, Ross. Well, hi to you. Uh, I do. What is your name, Wayne? Yes, it is. Shocking. And where are you? Where are you calling from? Vancouver, Canada. Mm, one of my favorite places I've talked about on this podcast. That's the first time I ever saw another person's penis was in, um, it was at a gay bar called Odyssey, I think. And they had yep. shower Thursday, Thursday shower nights where, do you remember this? Yeah, that was a long time ago. That bar closed. Yeah, I don't, don't, please don't age me. But yes, it was <laughs> a long time ago. I was like, what, I was at 18. So this was like in 98 or something. We'd go up there because we could drink. And they had these little booths where like dancers would shower. And we went with my friends and we would always drink killer Kool-Aids, which I don't know what it was. Yeah, well, it was killer Kool-Aid. Yes. And what a great bar that was. That's also where I was the first time I ever heard Shares Believe. Oh, okay. Now you dated yourself. Yeah, I but did. It was, it was called Shower Power on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> remember it fondly. shower power that's such a great name <laughs> oh man so how you've been in vancouver forever no i originally grew up in ontario but i've been out here for 27 years so it feels like yeah where was the first place you ever saw another person's penis <laughs> that would have been in ontario oh wow congratulations <laughs> to you so what's your story what do you do in vancouver uh, I work for a robotics and technology company. So I'm just working now and just thought I'd pop you on. So I have so to wait, on hold. Do you build robots? No, we work for a robotics and technology company. So in the UAV industry, which is the unmanned vehicle like drones, what you oh see happening. Oh, God. What about that drone the other week in um, the, that uh, Russia shot down or put gas on or blew up or something? Yeah, it's crazy, and you have footage now. So, this well, be- are there drones everywhere? I mean, if are there is every country flying drones into every other country? Are we all watching each other? What's going on? Yeah, for sure. It's all about uh, technology. Keeping an eye on digital printing. Everyone's doing it, right from corporations, cities. And what are they every- gathering up there? Are they just looking at us, or how are they gathering our info? What's going on? 
it's artificial intelligence. So there, um, there's a lot of technology that you can use just by photographing the landscape to figure out what's what's happening on the land, what's underneath the earth. So there's a lot of uh, technology that you can gather just flying over. So that balloon that was flying over the States, I'm sure they were gathering technology below ground as well. That's so weird. Artificial. They're just getting, I don't understand. You know what I like to do? You know what I love about myself is I, I'm kind of stupid, you know, like I, I just kind of don't get it. And I'm kind of fine with that. Yeah, we all are. And it's good to be that way. Okay, good. I prefer not to know everything that's going on. <laughs> Interestingly enough, because uh, when I caught your live and you were asking questions, my question for you was kind of around that. Because for me, I've been watching you forever. Oh. And not data spoke, but your podcast, everything. You come across to me as somebody who is so joyful, mm. so positive, and... I mean, I used to listen to your podcast when I was down because I'm sure you, I know you hear it from others that it just lifts us up. Mm -hmm. So what do you do to stay in that space? Because I'm sure you must get down. You know, I do. It's interesting. I think we're all sort of pre-wired to handle things how we handle them specifically. And I think as we get older, we can sort of talk ourselves into, okay, don't, no, don't spiral, don't spiral. Or, um, you know what, that's not good for me. I know I'm going to avoid that because I'll just get heated or something. So we sort of learn our patterns. I'll tell you one thing that I, about me, that is probably one of my favorite things about myself. And it's going to sound like an insult. And I kind of alluded to it when I said, I'm kind of stupid, but like in many ways, I'm very simple-minded. Like I can, I don't spiral. I don't spin. I don't go into dark holes. If something if something affects me, I'm able to like think about it, process it. And then I, I just don't linger. I, I'm just kind of on to the next. And maybe it's like this thing where it's like, let's go. I, I can distract myself or I get up or I go do something, or I, 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 something shiny. And, and I think it is this just that I'm, it's either that I'm very simple minded or that I'm determined to keep going. There's, it's one of those two things. And I don't know what it is, but I, I don't linger. Of course, with grief, you know, the big stuff that, that, that lays you flat out, you know, but I'm just talking about like the little stuff being disappointed or someone, someone says no or something. I'm just undeterred. Okay. So I'll take that. I think, that's, I think your lingering part makes sense because I think that's where a lot of us stay. We stay in yes. that link. And then that, that little voice, just the what ifs, and then you're rehashing a conversation or a situation. So that's a good idea. Well, listen, and so if you're look, that's I'm telling you my process. But yes, good. If you're looking for a takeaway from from that, I think it would be to distract yourself. And and I don't mean don't have the conversations with yourself you need to have. There's a difference. It's about don't spin yourself into a hole. Yeah. Uh huh. And yeah. so by distracting yourself or moving on, it really is about going for a walk, go to the mall, call a friend, get some perspective read a book, you know, something outside of your own spin cycle in your brain. Well, I wish I would have talked to you 15 years ago and developed that. <laughs> but it's never too late, never too late for you. All right. And thank you for the question. And thank you for spending so much time with me throughout the years. And I, I think we're just getting started together. Okay. So thank you for being here. Thank you for everything you do for us. I'm thank sure you really you do. It's, awesome. it's two-way street. It's all about connecting. Okay. So thank you for, for being, being here. Awesome. Thank you, Ross. Talk to you soon, Wayne.
There's so many people here. I wonder if we can get to everybody. Let me try here. Um, <clears throat> as I take a sip of water, let's see. It is uh, who's next? Uh, hello, are you there? Hi. Uh, well, hi. What's your name? Um, I'm Kelly out in Palm Desert. We kind of met last time. Remember? Oh my God, Kelly in Palm Desert. You're very close to where I live. How is it? As it's cold here in New York, how is it out there? It's beautiful today. Of course it is. You know, actually yesterday here in the city, it got up in the, in the afternoon to about 57 degrees, which was the warmest it's been in months and months and months. So I actually put, I took my coat off and I went through a walk in central park and I walked up the upper west side and I found a little place to get dinner. I was all by myself. It was so lovely. And I remember thinking to myself, God, I took this for granted when I lived in Palm Springs and Palm desert full time, because it just was, it's always beautiful there, you know? So don't take it for granted. I'm not. Damn, what's the weather? 77 today, I think. 77. Gosh, that's perfection. So what's your story? What's going on with you? What question do you have for me? Well, I want to remind you to watch Price is Right. It's Wednesday. Price is Right. You were on it? I didn't say that. You I remember you, you called me- in and you said you may have been on it. You couldn't tell me. So you're telling me to watch it Wednesday, which means you're on it. Now, if you were on it, did you give me a shout out? That was my plan if I'm on it to, to give you a shout out. But what I really want to ask you, because I'm a little calmer today than last time we met. Okay. okay. Totally thrown for a loop. Okay. Everybody and- watch Price is Right Wednesday. I'm going to be on it. She's going to give me a shout out. I feel it. I'm going to get some sort of shout out. Yeah. But um, I did want to ask you, and I was going to save and ask you questions, but I heard your little intro because I do have tickets to both Anaheim and El Cajon. Oh my God. You're coming to see my live stand-up show. Everybody I'm going on tour. Hello Ross.com. Oh, I, I love am. that you're I coming. I bought El Cajon because that was the first one you released. I don't really need that now. Cause I'm going to go to the, the other one in Anaheim. So okay. I have questions for you Okay, but go. because I'm going to be calm today. So how do you stay so focused on WW? Like, how did you get there mentally to stay so focused? Cause I have been there before and then I had some health issues and I was on steroids and gained a lot of weight Mm. and I mentally just cannot wrap my head around how to get so reinvested in that. So here's the deal. And listen, this weight loss journey, man, this is such a universal thing. I mean, I always, I make this joke all the time, but I, back in the day, I lost weight and gained it again so fast. I could be a weight detective because every time I lost it, I managed to find it again, you know? And the truth is that's a hard part, but something that's really clicked for me is that I understand there is no winning this battle. You know, you're never going to like reach the mountaintop and be like, I won, it's done. I've done that before. I reached a goal weight and yay, I'm yeah. done. Let's celebrate yeah. and order a pizza because we did it. And then what happens, right? So I understood that there is no winning this fight. Accepting that was a big aha thing for me because it's like, oh, there's no winning, but being in the fight is the closest thing to winning. Okay. So I think it's literally meal by meal, choice by choice. And knowing that like one choice, if you just mess up once, it doesn't mean that you lost. It just means, okay, that's mean that's the starting point for tomorrow. I just said, I, I think, with, and I just said to my girlfriend, Deanne, come say hi, that, you know, I'm 60 some years old. I've been on steroids. I'm off of those now. I'm kind of, you know, it's just hard. Like, do I... I just have to learn to accept myself where I am in this life. I'm going to sure. let you say hi to Dion, who's visiting from Denver. Hi, Dion from Denver. Hi, you're so cute. you got great hair. Actually, we, we should call him Matthews. That's what he likes to be called. I yeah. call you. My, 
Yeah, my last day. I love. We talked about this on the Drew Barrymore show that yesterday. Yesterday, I think where it's like being called by your last name is hot. Oh man, it is. Sup? Oh, so yeah, and I did. So when are you coming back to the desert? I, th- I think I'm coming back in April just for a quick weekend. Um, and then, uh, I'll be shooting some out the- in LA this summer. So I'll be there, but it's, you know, I really, I-, I told everybody last week, I just bought a new apartment here in the city. Um, in addition to the house on long Island. So we're, we're sort of committed to being here on the East coast. And so Palm Springs, I, it- I'm not going to sell the house. I'm going to, I think I'm going to rent it out and do all that stuff. And then we will retire there. So in a few years, I'll be there yeah. full time. But right now life is here. My husband works here. Um, the Drew show is just soaring. You know, the ratings are amazing. We're doing great. Oh, wow. And so I, I thank you for watching. I'm so, so happy it's caught on like it has. And, and so I'm here and I'm happy to be here and I'm you not going anywhere. Happen. I yeah. well, thank you so much. I'm well, really in and the one fight. Thing that I did because you know I sent you. You know I'm not sure how to DM, and I know you got to go, but I did send you an invite because I'm going to a donor mixer um, event for Matthew Shepard. It, it's in Palm Springs. Uh, you know I I I met um, Judy Shepard. I'll tell you a quick story. I have met her many times, and I love her dearly. Yeah, I love her too. His mom, Judy. Uh, Go back to 2009. It's the January. Yeah. It Obama yeah. has just been elected. It's his inauguration. And I am friends with the president of the human rights campaign and his husband, Jed, and I. So he's Joe. His husband, Jed, and I are great friends, too. And we decided we're going to go watch this, watch this thing. So we were on this. We no tickets, nothing fancy. At the White House? We were, we were in D.C. We didn't go into the White House. I'm telling you, we were on the side of the road. Okay. And we sat there um, probably for eight hours. It was like 19 degrees. And we were next to, I was sitting with Judy Shepard and it was so cold and we were waiting. And at a certain point we were like, screw this, let's go. And secret service wouldn't let you leave. So we were like, mm-hmm. we're just in this for the long haul. And Judy Shepard, we were talking, we were, you know, she was so sweet. And she, this is this beautiful thing that, that moms do. And I get, I get emotional when we talk about moms, but it was so cold and she took out, she had one of those heating, those the hand, warmer. hand warmer pocket packets. And she gave me one of hers and she said, here, honey, keep yourself warm. And I just remember thinking that's moms. That's what they do. So I, I had sent real quick and we're both moms of gay boys. Mm. And um, every time I've met her and I met her through my son because he was very involved. He was a human rights commissioner and uh, our, um, in Palm Springs when he uh. first moved. And I, I've, I've been to many events, fundraising events that they put on in Denver. And one of the last times I ran into her and Dennis at the airport and they always remember me and they're just beautiful people. And I cry every time I hug her because they've done amazing, wonderful things out of such a horrible, horrible tragedy. And yeah. yeah. And it, it's... he's one of those that I remember where I was the day that I found out that he passed away and yeah. uh, it's horrible. But, but yeah. you're right. What they've done, what they've done in his name is just incredible. Yeah. And I mean, it's actually amazing. like history changing yeah. and, and uh, beautiful. So, so I love that you were... Palm Springs on April 20th. Um, I, I won't, to... I won't be April 20th. I won't be there. I'll be going to be in New York. We're still shooting. Oh, then. I'm sorry, my love. I guess, but, but you thank know. you for that invite. And we'll hopefully we see each other at happy hour sometime out there. Okay. Well, well, thank you. And I'm going to try to get refocused and I will see you on June 1st 
front row center VIP ticket. <laughs> I can't wait to see you and everybody. I'm we're releasing new tour dates soon. So everybody across the country and Canada, BT dubs, just FYI, uh, helloross.com. Check there and all my social media for, yeah, for I more can't dates. Pretty up seven <laughs> tickets to, to do two different shows. So like, come on. So, well, you'll have right. fun. The show's different. You know, there's some things that are the same, but but some parts are totally brand new and different every single show. So oh. you'll see. It'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see you out there. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Have Thank a good you. weekend. You too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Oh, I love, I love moms. I really do. There's something special about that connection that, um, Hi. Makes me emotional. Oh, hi. Our, our last person is you're, you're the last one who's getting in today. Uh, Brianna. Brianna. Well, hi. Where are you? I'm in Ottawa, Canada, the capital oh, of Canada. I was just talking about Canada. I think I'm coming there on tour. Dates to be announced soon. HelloRoss.com. So I'm assuming Toronto. I'll let you know. Ooh, I soon. like this. I know. Okay. So, well, how can I help you today? You are our last caller. Well, funny enough, uh, I was actually watching you and Mr. Malone, uh, the K-Gay, behind-the-scenes stuff. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, How can you help? uh, I know, so much to tell you, but sticking to the topic. Um, So I'm sure you've talked about it, uh, weight loss and things in your journey. Mm. And, you know, (laughs) right? You have the resources. You have the need. You have everything. But it's, it's just, you take a step. But then how do you just keep going and then kind of a two-parter what was your like weakness were you like a snacker were you a nighttime eater like I'm all of those things it's like how do you like break the bad habits or do you change them into good ones like what was kind of like the momentum I guess you know I get it I know where you are right now and for starters you you, I just want to say this anyone in who's connecting with you and I right now and understands this, I want you to know like wherever you are in your journey right now, blanket statement, you are perfect, good as is love yourself here. It's important to love where you are. Um, And if you want to, you know, make that change, there's something I say all the time that nothing changes if nothing changes. Okay. So what that I mean by that is if we want to have a different result, we have to behave differently, make different choices. And so the truth of the matter is, it just is, and I was just talking to somebody else about this, it is choice by choice, meal by meal. And you have to choose every single time or the majority of the times, but I try to do every single time to do the choice that benefits me the way that I want. Not for that quick fix, that quick snack, that quick taste, but like, what do I really want? Do I really want that? Or do I really want to be around here for a really long time? Do I really want that? Or do I want to make sure that new wardrobe I bought still fits? Do I really want that? Or do I want to be the best version of myself, this one life that I get, you know, and like not to be heavy, but you kind of have to ask that, that like, do you want to be here forever for not ever? Do you want to be here for as long as possible? Do you want to be the strongest, best version of yourself that you can be. And I do. And I think the thing is, is I am facing health challenges. And I think that's, it's scaring me. But at the same time, I almost feel overwhelmed going, oh my goodness, I have to do all of this in order to get over that so I can live the long life. Like for me, it's like, it's heart issues. It's dealing with overcoming that. It's, you know, the genetics. But it's all connected, it. right? Yeah. So when you... Yeah. You know, you can't cure everything by by with weight and, and how much you weigh. But you'd be surprised what happens when you 
I mean, start making those choices that are beneficial for you. Like I was on cholesterol and blood pressure medication in my thirties. And I, when I lost weight and maintained it, I no longer needed to be on them. So like, it's not just about the genes fitting and you hitting that number on the scale. There's so much that comes along with putting good things in your body, as opposed to putting the stuff that just adds weight that that's not good for for us, you know? And it's, it really comes down to just you and that potato chip at the end of the day, or you and that Hershey's bar, it, it is that simple. And so, you know, when you ask me how, and it's not about resources, it's not about money. It's not about, it's about choices. So you just have to make that choice and, um, and whatever you decide, I love you. I love you as you are, but I think, I think it'd be great to be here for as long as I possibly could. And we don't have control over cancer or heart uh, things, you know, a bus hitting you. We don't have control over that stuff, but you know, I'd like to control whatever I can. Yeah. I thank you for that. And I just want to say, I, I connect with you for so many years, but I'm a part-time Uber driver and I uh, like, I have my day job, but then I'm part-time Uber driver. And I always say everyone has a story and whether Mm -hmm. or not you meet with them for five minutes or 30 minutes, you come to know them. And I think I'm connecting with you so much more on this because you're, you're the Uber driver right now. (laughs) You're everyone has a story and you're doing wonderful. And how many stars do I get? Uh, five, five stars. Oh my God. Thank you so much. (laughs) You know, my, my Uber rating as a rider is like a four, nine, something like a 4.92. And (laughs) all I can think about is why is it not five? Right. What did I do? Exactly. You're like, what did I, did I not say thank you loud enough? Did I not like, because even when I I leave an Uber, you know what I say when I leave an Uber, I tell them I go five stars. Okay. And they're like, okay. Because I want them to know, like, I'm giving you five stars. I need you to show up for me now. So anyway, hopefully I'll get that even higher than a 4.92. I'll get there. Thank you. And thank you. And good luck to you. And you know, I know exactly where you are. I, and I know, um, I know that you, you, you can do anything you want to do. I know that much. I got this. All right. Absolutely. All right. All right. Wonderful. All right. Okay. Continue to hear you. Thank kiss, you kiss. so much. Thanks. Bye-bye to you. Oh, and thanks to everybody who, um, called in this week and last week and every single week. Thank you so much. We're going to continue this conversation. It's ongoing, you know, always when we come back, it's my happy ending. The best thing I've seen all week. And welcome back to the program. It's time for my happy ending. It's the best thing I've seen all week. And I'll tell you this. So I was, um, I, I told you we have this new apartment in the city and I was walking around yesterday. I had an afternoon free. I said the weather was beautiful. I, um, I was talking about this a second ago and I was walking on the Upper West Side and I walked by a restaurant called Joanne and all of a sudden it hit me. I'm like, wait a second. That is Lady Gaga's family's recipe, a restaurant. And I, I had this flashback, this moment, because I remember when she was a guest judge on uh, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season nine, I didn't know she was going to be there. And I walked in and I said, who's here? And they said, Lady Gaga. What? I lost my mind. I write about this in my book, um, Name Drop. 
And she was so nice. And we were talking and she was just great. And she told me she had just finished her new album. And she also told me, by the way, she had just gotten the offer to do a new movie. And I was like, is it a star is born? Cause I'd heard rumblings. And she was like, I can't tell you. And it was, but she said, I just finished my new album. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear it. And she said, do you want to know the name? I haven't told anybody yet. And I was like, yeah, she said, it's Joanne. And I was like, well, tell me more. And Joanne was her aunt who passed away and the album's dedicated to her. And um, it was, I think, her, her father's sister. And the restaurant that they have is named Joanne after her as well. And and I just like dropped everything. I'm like, I'm going in. They had a sign that said happy hour. I said, I'm going in. I was by myself. So I went in and I sat down and I ordered a martini and a Caesar salad and a meatball. <laughs> True story. And I sat there and I ate it. And there were like family pictures all over the wall. And it was just this little small, I think it was on 68th, 67th or something like that in the, on the Upper West Side. And it was delicious. And it was like this family restaurant. And I didn't, they just were, they didn't know who I was. They were so nice to me. And I just sat there by myself and, and had this beautiful time and pictured her like as a, you know, a young girl hanging out there and, you know, the whole family and thinking, gosh, they had no idea that she would become who she did. I don't know. It, it made me think like, God, you know, all these people we revere and that we love and that are so iconic. They were just like kids one day, just hanging out in their family restaurant or something. Made me feel that even in this big city of New York, there's still just people. I, know, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it just, it just sort of, even though I had seen her just do the Oscars and, you know, she's as big as she is, it was just, I don't know, made me feel like a little, a little piece of home in a way. Just because, you know, I just come from a little town too. We all come from somewhere. We all have those family recipes. And anyway, the Germanata family meatball is delicious. <laughs> it's the best thing I've seen all week. Well, thank you so much. And until next episode of Hello Ross, bye-bye. Hey, it's me, Ross Matthews. Thanks so much for listening. It means a ton. Make sure you like us, give us a good review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find us on video at Cumulus Podcast Network on YouTube. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.